Mike check, mic check. What is going on, Try Hard Podcast listeners? Listen, fuckers, I haven't talked to you in a while. I know it's been a minute, but I'm here. I got a guest. Um, and we're just gonna we're gonna cut the bullshit, all right? The majority of you guys that are gonna listen to this episode are probably um, wondering what happened with AG in Oklahoma, um, the land event, the biggest land as far as prize pool wise for a local was supposed to happen this this weekend and. It's not happening. I got AGN Quattro here. He's the uh, owner, founder of AGN, um, American American Gaming Network. And, uh, you know, if you guys know who they are, if you're involved in COD, they, they set up LAN events all throughout the country for us. And uh, they've been they've been a bit they've been a pillar to the Call of Duty community here the last couple of years. So there's a lot of stuff. People are saying this. People are saying that about AGN Oklahoma, why it got canceled, why, you know, what really happened? So I said, you know what? Instead of people going back and forth, let me let me get Quattro on here, and we'll we'll figure this shit out and uh, give you guys some answers. And be mindful. This is a big. This is this is a this is a bigger deal than what a lot of you guys think it is. So uh, there's things that we can talk about and things we can't talk about because some of us pointed at me might be going some legal routes. So we gotta we gotta tread lightly. All right. But anyway, like I said, guys, I want to welcome my guest today. You guys know him on Twitter, AGN Quattro, owner, founder of AGN. What's up, bro? Welcome. How you doing, man? You know why I'm here. Yeah, you know exactly. <laughs> and and I've I've had you on here before, so it's not you know you know it's nothing new. Um, yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I'll start it off. All right, I'm I'm gonna set the scene for you. What I was doing on Wednesday. All right, Wednesday comes along. Okay, I have a bunch of things I got to do. I got to get shit figured out uh, as far as before I leave. I, I, I got a wife, kids, you know, I got to make sure they're good before I go. Um, and uh, I had to get a haircut. And on top of that, my cousin, who, who's my barber, he's he also started a, a merch a merch line. So I kind of collaborated with him and he was going to make where he made us some um, Three Kings, uh, you know, merchandise for the guys that had competing for me. So I head over. He lives about an hour and hour and ten from uh, my house. So I head over there. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get a haircut. I'm gonna get the merch. You know, everything's you know, it's gonna be. Mind you, I have a I have a flight to AGN Oklahoma, um, the next morning at like five in the morning in Chicago, which is about two hours from where I live. So you know, I got a lot of things I got to figure out before I even head over there, right in the morning. My plan was I'm not even gonna sleep. I'm just gonna go to the airport and sleep on the in, on the flight. Well, I get to my cousin's house, right? He's cutting my hair. I haven't looked at Twitter at all throughout the day. I actually had I had to give all the guys my number because I told them, hey, I'm not gonna be on the app today. I got a lot of shit going on. And I go to um um for any of you guys who don't know, when you when you uh when you sign up. To, to to go to an AGN event, they usually do a, a thing where they get all everybody, all the owners, people, management that are going to go to the events. They kind of put us in a group chat. That way we can kind of, you know, communicate and people can kind of give each other some help on certain things or whatever. And I go and click on that chat. I hadn't, I hadn't checked it all day. And I'm just, it's, it was like a fucking Twitch chat. All right. It, you couldn't read it. Like it was just, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm just seeing, and I'm seeing event canceled, and I, I literally could not read it. I was like having to, I, I told my cousin, I'm like, yo, chill, hold up, let me see what's going on. And it just, people are saying, events canceled, 
someone's other people are saying, what are you talking about? Like everyone's just so confused. So I'm just seeing this stuff, right? And I go, I'm like, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna address these guys because I don't know what I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And I hit you up right away. Go right? right to the source. I go right to the source. I'm like, yo, what is going on? I I didn't even talk to you. Like that we we've been communicating all all week leading up to the event. So I didn't even talk to you that day because I figured, you know, you're gonna be busy, I'm busy. And and I don't even remember what you texted me. You're just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I, you pretty much said. I'm getting a bunch of stories. All right, yeah. so let's get into that. Well, that's why that's why I like you know developing relationships with uh, you know owners is because yeah. like you're gonna hear shit on Twitter all the time and you're not gonna know what's true. Exactly, people are gonna say shit like especially after Indy, which we'll get to later. People yeah. are gonna say shit that some person's gonna read it and be like, "That's the most outlandish thing I've ever heard." And somebody's it, it, be like, "Hey, that's exactly what happened." And it's it, and so, it's Twitter, so it's like, what yeah. what the hell can you believe half the time? So right. give give us a breakdown. At what point on Wednesday, which would be what, the 13th or 12th? 12th. 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 At what point on the 12th, mind you, the event is happening on the 14th, which is we're recording today. We, right? Open bracket was supposed to start 13 minutes ago. So Exactly. So we're two days before the event starts. All right. A lot of people are getting ready to travel, flying out. That night, that morning, like myself, at what point on that 12th, on that Wednesday, did you get any kind of inclination that, wait, this shit might not happen? It was, it was probably about five o'clock Wednesday. Yeah. Um, I'll, you've mentioned a minute ago, I'll preface by saying, you know, not everything can be talked about yet. Yeah. Uh, stuff that's public knowledge, I'll try to cover. Um and then some stuff that can be better explained on a cover as well. Uh, yeah. A lot of people have been asking me questions uh, that I don't even have the answers to. Um, but yeah, so my my Wednesday went like this. I woke up, I drove to Birmingham. I took my test to be a insurance producer. Um, That's a real I job called, for you fuckers. Yeah. who don't understand what that is. It's a real <laughs> job. Right? Uh, I called Brooke and I'm like, you know, hey, I passed, yada, yada. Um, I'm going to run to the store, you know get some food for you and you know Mac and uh, our cat. Um, make sure y'all are good to go this weekend. Um, Cause it's supposed to snow here Sunday. So I was like, you know, just in case anything yeah, happens, yeah. you can't leave, whatever. Um, so I do that. I'm at the store, you know, and I, I'm, I got a meeting in like two hours with Buffalo Ryan and Colt from contender. The guy that runs the, the contender store, they're the manager. Um, I was like, I got to meet with them in two hours. So, you know, I got to kind of hurry up, get home, get some stuff ready before that meeting. Um, so two o'clock rolls around. We hop in a meeting. It's me, Colt, uh, two people from Buffalo, Ryan. I don't, there may have been other people in the room, but they were off camera. Uh, so I didn't hear anything um, or talk to them. But, you know, I'm, I'm meeting with them. They're, hey, you know, wish they're good on the event. How many teams, you know, what's the schedule looking like? Uh, how many spectators you expecting, yada, yada. Um, you know, talking about some sponsorship stuff. Um, what time are you arriving? What time's your staff arriving? What's the plan for tomorrow? When you get here, can we meet, yada, yada. Like, 2.30 yesterday, this event was good to go. 100%. Yeah. There was nothing stopping it. Um, you know, so I get out of the meeting. I call Brett and Jesse from Contender. I'm like, hey, you know. I, Hold I on. Pa pause real quick. Before that meeting, 
Was there any any kind of inclination that there was anything wrong? Not necessarily. Uh, you know, they emailed us on Tuesday kind of asking some questions about um, – it was actually like the owner of the casino emailed me and Brev was asking um, like just, just some more information. Cause he's not in those weekly meetings that we do. Yeah. Um, so he has, there's some in between guys, uh, some middleman that we go through um, mm-hmm. before we get to Patrick. Um, so Patrick emailed me and Brev, he just wants some more information and stuff. Um, so, you know, we gave it to him and then, you know, I asked him some questions about sponsorship and whatever, like stuff that he had lined up. Um, didn't get to hear back from him, but I spoke with a guy. Uh, it's kind of his right hand man on Wednesday uh, yeah. during that meeting, so it wasn't a big deal, you know. Like I said, the next day we we're meeting with him anyway, so um, it's pretty cut and dry as far as communication with him. There's not like it's pretty business, business like yeah. real, real get to the point and keep and keep it moving. Yeah, there's not there's not much playing around. Me, you know, me and Colt talked every day. Uh, I, somebody in that group chat that you were talking about once yeah. uh, once the announcement came out, they were like, "Sounds like you should have contacted, had better contact with the venue." It sounds like once you plan the event, you never heard from them again until Wednesday. Like that's that's what I'm talking about. Like people just say shit and they run with it. Yeah. Um, I you know I talk with them on a weekly basis since the beginning of December. Um, so for about six weeks, we talked weekly. I talked with Colt multiple times a day, sometimes probably more than I talked to my wife, just because yeah. it's an event season. You have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Colt was actually during the meeting, he had drove to Springfield to pick up 10 PCs and a couple of monitors and stuff. And he was bringing them to Oklahoma to set up the main stage. When he got the email that the event was possibly going to be canceled, he was mid setting up main stage. So yeah. like everybody across everything, this event was happening. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like I said, we were in that meeting, we were talking financials and everything and everything was good to go. Um, and then all of a sudden about five o'clock or whatever, I got an email saying, Hey, um, you know, COVID's hitting this area pretty hard. Uh, yada, yada. We got 26 staff members. that are going to be out. Now keep in mind, this is a casino. This is a resort. This is a top golf simulator. This is a restaurant. This is an esports venue. Um, and that's just the five things I know of. I'm sure they have more than that. Yeah. Uh, it's out on an Indian reservation out in Oklahoma. Um, yeah. So there's no telling what all they have. So, I mean, it's a big ass building. You, mm-hmm. you probably have hundreds of staff members. Yeah. Um, and we were bringing our own staff for the event. You know, mm-hmm. this me, Parker, Jesse was coming. Colt was going to help run it. I've got my 10 production guys or whatever. So, I mean, we, the staff, the event was staffed. Um, but, you know, he sends an email. Hey, the event, you know, we, we're going to have to cancel or postpone this event. Um, I don't have the staff to run it. And my immediate red flag was you, you're not staffing the event. You know, you're staffing Colt and maybe a guy or two to help in, but you know, we're coming in and we're running the event. Yeah. Um, so that don't, that don't really make sense. So I, you know, I text Brad, I was like, Brett, check your email now. I was like, you know, this is, we got to get ahead of this. So, yeah. you know, there's some, a hierarchy of people over there. You know, there's the guys like, Patrick's the CEO of the casino and everything, but there's people above him, obviously. Um, yeah. Like the guys that fund it, fund it kind of, I think. Um, I think that's how that works. We're uh, talking about, we're, we're talking about contenders, esports. No, I'm talking about the, the, the casino. Buffalo Buffalo, yeah. so contender had nothing to do with this. Yeah, exactly. This is, yeah. yeah. Contender and AGN, there was nothing we could do. Yeah. And what um, you guys, what you guys got to understand, this is also, this is a, a casino on an Indian reservation. All right. That I don't, a lot of you guys are young, don't really grasp what that means, but there's that shit is like there's people 
like it doesn't just go through one person. Like it's 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 a it's it's a it's a group of people that kind of dictate what happens on that reservation with the casino and all that. So don't think that it was like just you know one person that specifically said, "Hey, you know, it's 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 bigger than that. It's bigger than that." So you know, and then that's. And there were people tweeting like "fuck AGN" and stuff like, bro. Yeah. If you if you read what we said, if you read anything, there was hundreds, you know, not hundreds, but there was a lot of people saying like vouching for AGN, saying like AGN nothing to do with this. If you have any common sense at all, yeah, you understand that yeah. AGN's fighting to get your flights reimbursed, your hotels reimbursed, whatever. I can't promise any of that, which I, you know I made that very clear. But I'm I'm doing what I can. Um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I get that email and I text Brett. I'm like, hey, we gotta you know we gotta do something here. Well before Brett could even talk with anybody, they're already calling people, the hotel. So everybody that booked hotel rooms or whatever, there's like eight, 10 rooms booked or whatever. They're calling them, hey, events canceled. And then they text me, hey, I just got a call saying the events canceled. I was like, what? I don't even, the event's not canceled. I was like, I just talked to Brett, the event's not canceled, you know. Um, Well, then that's when people got on Twitter and this was probably about six thirty seven something like that, that people got on Twitter and like, Hey, I just got a call and the events canceled. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, this is not good. You know? Yeah. Um, so that's when I tweet out, you know, if you don't hear from me, don't believe it. And that was basically because there was still a pretty good chance that the event was going to run to run. Yeah. Uh, no, the official meeting to even discuss anything was it never, it hadn't even happened yet. It was, yeah. they sent us an email and said, hey, you know, we're looking to postpone or cancel this event. Um, thank you for understanding. Like, there was no discussion about it. It was, they were convinced they were canceling the event. Um, yeah. So before we could even plead a case or do anything, they're already calling people, shutting it down. They were telling their staff that they're not working this weekend, yada, yada. So, you know, Colt's calling me, giving me updates of what's going on in the casino. I'm telling Brett so that Brett has an idea when he goes into this meeting. I think he's at his son's baseball practice or basketball or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to keep him in the loop and yeah, I mean, at that point it was like, you know, they're saying one thing I'm saying another, Brett has no idea. So it's like, it, I'm just stuck, you know, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. Then, so yeah, over, overall, I mean, it was something that if you're a contender, esports, AGN, you were literally, it's pretty much being at the helm of the people who run the casino. It wasn't like you guys had much of, you guys didn't really have a say. It was just like, hey, this is what's happening, and that's what it is. Right. So, I mean, basically, like, you know, we were, I'll get to this later. Remind mm-hmm. me, write it down, whatever, talk about aging and contender yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but basically, you know, in the past, I would go and I'd have to find um, somebody with equipment in an area, and then I'd have to go and find a venue to put it in. So like Chicago, for instance, we had to go, we had to find people in Chicago that had enough equipment for us to run an event. Then we had to get an event to run it in. So there's AGN, there's, I can't remember what their name was called. They dissolved right after that event. Um, which one what, what, was which one? The, the equipment guys for oh, oh, okay. Chicago. We'll just, yeah. just, the equipment guys in Chicago. There was yeah. AGN, there was the equipment guys, and then there was GameWorks, which was the venue. Yeah. So there's three party involves. Well, if you look at Springfield, you look at Cary, you look at Lubbock, you look at New York, there's the venue and the equipment are together. Yeah. You know, like our COD event in April, oh. the venue and the equipment are together. There's only, there's us and there's them and that's it. So for this event, 
we were basically at the mercy of the venue. Yeah. So when the venue says they don't have enough staff to operate or whatever, even though they left the casino open all weekend, which doesn't make any sense to me, um, we have to take them for their word. You know, uh, we can yeah, pa- pause real quick so people understand. Contender Esports is not the venue. Yes, correct. Buffalo Run Casino, the casino is the venue. Contender Esports, they they just run that that gaming lounge that they have there. All right, basically, so you guys understand it. Basically, for those of you that have been to a contender, you you know you know yeah. what it is. We've been hosting with them for the past seven months or whatever. Yeah. Contender has a location, uh, you know, a, a venue yeah. inside the casino. Yeah. Um. So that's that's kind of how that works. Like Contender was there; it was their venue, but it wasn't their true venue. Like their venue is inside another venue. Exactly. So they're, 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 yeah, their business is inside of another business. Right. All right. Yeah. So, so they're like, they're like the star, they're a Starbucks that's inside of a mall. Yes. You understand exactly. that? Or Starbucks inside of Target. Like a Target Ex- exactly. Starbucks can't be open. Yeah, so exactly. That's, you know, like I said, that's what they said. They said that they didn't have enough staff to stay open because of COVID. And then, but you can go to the casino right now and play. It's public knowledge. Yeah, don't make sense to me. I don't yeah. get it. I can't get an answer about that. I had people asked mm. specifically about that. They can't get an answer. Exactly. Um, and and and, they, and for you guys to know, this is this is why some things we can't talk about because the fact that the casino is open right now, and you know, I, I didn't even know until yesterday. Yesterday, I was literally laying on my couch, and because um, I the Airbnb I had booked, uh, um, luck, praise God that uh. The, the people who were booking it were awesome, awesome family. And they're just like, hey, you know, don't worry about it. You know, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get you, you know, figured out. And um, I was just talking with, with them and they're just like, yeah, we haven't really heard anything about any, you know, whatever. So I'm like, hmm, that's weird. So yesterday I'm just on my couch, just soaking away, feeling bad for myself. And uh, I'm just like, you know what? Let me, let me, let me call them, motherfucker. Let me, let me call and see, see what happens. And I just called, and then, and I called, uh, and I got to their uh, customer service, and I'm just like, hey, um, could you guys give me a time? What time do you guys? Uh, are you guys open right now? And they're just like, yeah, we're open, open and run. I'm like, what time do you guys open till? They're like, oh, we're, we're our normal hours are blah 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 till four, four a.m. I'm like, okay, all right, thank you. So then I look at my wife. I'm like. What the? F- I'm like they're open right now. She's like, who? I'm like the 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 venue, the casino that we we're supposed to go to this weekend. They're open. So then I'm you know just things start running in my head, and that's why there's things we can't mean engage can't talk about because, you know, there's other things that legally can be as far as for me. I'm not talking about Gage. He's not. It's nothing to do with me. With him, me and him have nothing to do with each other legally. But for me legally, there's things that uh. You know that I I can I, routes I can go down that um to get some answers all right and some resolution to this problem because at the end of the day me and, me and Gage were talking about this before we even went live um you know it's I'm okay if I lose that money you know what I mean it is where it is leave a sour taste in my mouth but whatever but I know there's people out there that were planning to go into to go to this event right that spent money that they don't have, all right? And 
they probably financially it probably wasn't even a good idea for them to go to this event because for this this was the going to be the biggest prize pool of any local ever. All right, so you had really good players wanting to come, right? Which means you got to fund those really good players, which means you got to pay for things that you normally wouldn't pay for. But because the prize pool was so high, it warranted those, you know, you paying what you needed to pay. So I know there's people out there right now that are fucked, that were they're planning on going to the event because there was things they wanted to do as, you know, get content, um, you know, get to get get their players some experience on land, things that could benefit their organization or or you know or team throughout the year. So um, you know, that's why legally there's some things I'm, you know, might be happening because we just as a community, as a, just like the Call of Duty community, we can't let this shit just happen like this, right? Because, and I'm not gonna say what I think the people were thinking as far as Buffalo Run Casino, but yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna say it. I think that they thought that we're just all little kids and it doesn't matter. That's that's what I think. I think that they just said, you know what, fuck it. What's gonna happen? These are a bunch of little kid gamer nerds like. They don't realize that there's some people who, like myself, who have spent thousands and thousands. I'm talking about college tuitions since I've been involved in in this esport. This event was gonna be like my biggest event ever. Like you know what I mean, I, ever. And I know there's other people who had the same you know idea as far as what they wanted to do, and. Unless you know, obvious, and we'll see what happens because a lot, lot, lot's going to happen here in the next couple of weeks, month, or whatever. Hopefully, it turns out right for everybody and everyone gets situated. Hopefully, but this is why there's things that you know Gage can't talk about, I can't talk about as far as what we really think, as far as what what we think really happened, and you know, and you know what, and and you guys give me a couple of weeks, and I'll probably spill the beans because really I don't get you know what I mean. It's like whatever, but um. Yeah, so as far as like not you guys you guys now heard from Gage as far as you know the the different levels of, you know, AGN Contender Esports and Buffalo Run, all right? This was not nothing to do with contenders. This had nothing to do with AGN. They were damn near they were damn near like us. Just like, "What? What's going on? What what, what are you talking about?" You know, just at they're literally at the at the helm of the casino, right? And uh, so, Gage. Now, since this happened, have you guys had any? Have you had any other communications with the casino, or what's what's going on with with that? Uh the only communication I have um, is I sent Patrick a list of you know if you, I sent you the form, you filled it out. I've learned everybody's name, number, email, how much you spent on your plot, exactly. how much you spent on your hotel. Yeah, that and and I'm and I'm gonna give you some credit right now because the first thing. Like I I text you something like I was like joking or whatever laughing about it, and the first thing you said was like, "I'm determined to make sure any whoever spent money to go to this event is gonna you know get their fair shake, right? Get get what you know because like I said, there's people who you know that, that it's gonna hurt them, right? They they literally they spent, and I don't know if you guys understand for for you young kids who probably didn't book shit, you got people book for you for you. These flights right now, 
we're talking these flights damn near the majority of them are not like when you book you book they don't as far as for me when i booked there were no options of like hey if it gets canceled i can get my money back like a lot of them there a lot of our airlines aren't really doing that anymore so now you're just losing that money like you're not getting it back yeah. right and that's what, so it, it, it's leaving people in, in a weird position yeah well that's what like like I said, there's no guarantee you're going to get your money back. Exactly. You may just have to chalk it. Um, exactly. You, know, you may have to. I was going. I thought about this a second ago when you were talking. It's kind of like gambling. You know, yeah. if you have the money and you can afford to do it, do it. If you're spending, you know, your entire bank account to come out to this event, and then it gets canceled and you can't get that money back, then you probably shouldn't be coming in the first place. That's yeah. what. That's why AGN is built around going around the country like exactly. yes this one had the largest price pool i told the ceo that i was like look if you want people to come to your center in the middle of nowhere in oklahoma mm. the money has to be there yeah um, i was like you're in a casino you're going to make the money back and half the people half i'd say 80 percent of the teams attending including myself was going to spend at least 100 bucks in the casino oh and my god yeah every oh, oh exactly but that's you know that's part of it and that's yeah. what, like i said it's just like gambling if you can't yeah. afford to spend the money you probably shouldn't be coming in the first place but and that's you know I sent him that list. It had everybody's cost. I wanted every freaking penny you had on there. You you yeah. may not see a dime of it. You may yeah. see all of it. You may see half of it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I wanted him to know how much money he scumbagged people out of. Yeah. That's what happened. I'd like, I I don't care, you know, who you are. If you're going to scumbag people in esports, then there's no place for you in this community. Period. Exactly. Yeah. Like, there's there's too many scammers and cheaters and people that take advantage of people already and the way the e- the esports community is, you know, shaping, like we're kind of still in the early stages, just getting the ball running, mm-hmm. you know, um, there's no place for that. You yeah. know, that's, they wanted to postpone to the fall and double the prize pool and go 50 K. Like, yeah. I, no, it's not going to happen because I'm not going to give you the opportunity to pull this shit again. It's exactly. ridiculous. Yeah. Like, and I may never get the chance to speak with him or tell him that or whatever, but it, it's not happening. Like yeah. there's, if you're going to scumbag people once for a $2,000 prize that only had eight teams come in, um, COVID's bad. You can't staff respectable. Yeah. But you, it, this was a $25,000 tournament with over 150 people come in. Um, and then you pull the plug two days before, after people had already been there. I think some people were getting on flights as I was telling them the event was canceled. Exactly. There, there's absolutely no place for that. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's come back to the point where it's just like them, them. I and this is my opinion is I think that they just thought like, well, it is where it is. What's gonna happen? Yeah, like what? I guess know, I don't. I don't know. You know yeah, like you. Said, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You. You don't. But that's just me. That's that's what I think. And that's what I, I've only talked to Patrick. Yeah. Once, maybe twice. I like. Right. I told, like I said, I told him like one time, you know, he was calling me at kind of asking who I was and what I did and what I was wanting to do and stuff. And, you know, I told him, I was like, like I said, no, no one's coming to the middle of Oklahoma. I can host in Atlanta for $10,000 and get 30 teams. Yeah. But I can't host in the middle of Oklahoma that's two hours away from any airport at, you know, just a regular no name like it's not miami oklahoma it's like miami oklahoma but no one's yeah. gonna know that they're gonna hear miami and think we're going to florida yeah so like the money has to be there that's what i explained to him now 
Yeah. You know, I gave him some projections expecting 64 teams to show up. Yeah. I don't think anyone expected Call of Duty to be in the state it is in the middle of January. The worst. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and th- and th- that that's why this event was going to be like, all right, you know, we'll get we'll get the hype back up and you know, well, that's one thing about the community is the, even though we get shit games every year, where there's people involved in the community, you know, that do content, people like you who give us things to even though we're playing a shitty game, you can still be excited about the esport, right? And this was gonna, in my opinion, fuck those cups. Those cups no, don't absolutely. That, that ain't yeah, absolutely. The fuck those cups. That shit is nothing. Especially this, with this, this coming back. Exactly. This was gonna be like the start of because I know for a fact once I we got all those teams in that in that area, all the players is gonna bring that that feeling of our right, this is what call this is what our esport is. This is what it's supposed to be about. And that's why I think everyone was so, you know, like I was, bro, I haven't been this excited for an event in a long time. You know, you, you know what I mean? Like, and this is going to be the, this was going to be a, the, probably the most competitive one. Usually when I go to fucking events, I'm like just chilling. Cause I, we're going to win this shit for real. Yeah, exactly. This one, I was like, I'm excited, but I know I'm going to be nervous the entire time. Cause there's some really good teams going new orgs. It's it's going to be a nice little breath breath of fresh air that we that the that the community needed. So for it to this to happen like this, I was bro. I woke up that next morning. I'm like, was that a dream last night? What the fuck just happened? Yeah, I mean, I never even got to share the bracket or the schedule, but like you said, it was stacked. I mean, it was. I didn't even get to announce my team. Right. Yeah. Fuck? I mean, like <laughs> basically, the teams that had a real shot at uh, winning the event, and yeah. I say that. You know, not with respect, to yeah, exactly. Yeah, not to yeah. discredit any you know, teams, but there's teams yeah. showing up that, like, our pit, my guy Paradox, like, yeah, you ain't touched the sticks in a while. You were not winning this event. Yeah. He could have made a run, but yeah. you weren't winning this event. You know yeah. what I mean? He was yeah. coming. He was playing with some of his coworkers or his buddies, whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. He was playing for a good time. He wasn't winning the event. Yeah. So, all the teams that you could consider eligible or you know with a a chance to win, they were yeah. going to have to beat a team that they could probably play in grand finals yeah. um, in round three for top eight. Exactly. It's going to be, it's going to so, be a gauntlet. There's going to be a gauntlet. Yeah. It, it was the most competitive. Um, oh, for sure. Rosters that we've ever had yeah. since Indy, which oddly enough, same thing happened, whatever. So I guess whenever I get too much talent coming, people, you know, yeah, yeah, well, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about that a little bit because now now we can kind of get into that. That's 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 been a, but yeah. So a quick recap on on Oklahoma. For you guys, like the things you're seeing on Twitter and and the bullshit, and at the end of the day, nobody that didn't that does that works. Nobody that it works for AGN. Nobody that works for Contender Esports had any say. On this event being canceled, and, and they they fought. All right, they, you know they they were desperately trying to make wanting this to happen because just like them, just like you guys who spent the money, they also have a lot tied in to this event happening. All right, and it's 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 an unfortunate event. All right, and we're all, I'm ah, shit. I'm I should be in Oklahoma right now shooting the shit with my players. You know, we were me, me and Gage were supposed to have drinks on Thursday night. Like, I was supposed to see people I haven't seen in a while, right? And this was the first event that I was actually going to have time to exactly, 
Yeah, exactly. Enjoy so, my time so with this was this was supposed to be a, a good event for everybody, not just the people competing and, and possibly winning the money, for everybody involved. So you got to need to understand. There's there's really as far as the people you guys have physically physically know in the community like AGN and Contender Esports, those people aren't to blame. All right. They're not. They have not. They. They're. If. If you. If. If they would have had the option, we're at the event right now. Yeah, right. There. Really, the thing to know is this: there was no conversation of, "Hey, can we look at canceling this event? We're we're struggling with COVID. Yeah. Um. We're short staffed. Whatever. What are our options? It was, "Hey, events canceled. We had to fight for it. You know, we had to do what we could do to, um, get." try to keep it alive exactly Realistically, i mean like i said there was no like all right well you know if you're short staffed i can bring in more staff my yeah. staff can do this you need yeah. somebody to run the bar i'll stick somebody back there i'll go yeah. run the bar i'll have yeah. saul run the forward yeah you know so yeah. there there agn contender there was no hey like we can't do that we can do this instead there wasn't even there was no there was no negotiation at all there was yeah, there was no much. yeah there was no hey Let's figure a different way to do it. It was, all right, it's over. We're not doing it. That's it. Because like I said, you know, I had a meeting with him at 2 o'clock. At 2.30, yeah. everything's good to go. Hey, yeah. I'm getting there at 11 in Springfield. I drive. I'll be there at 1 o'clock. When I get there, let's eat lunch. Let's have a meeting. Let's make yeah. sure we're good to go. I'll yeah. meet. I'll finally get to meet with your staff, tell you yeah. what I need from them. This is like IT, security, uh, admins, you know, whatever. I was like, I can finally meet with all of you, you know, shake a few hands, whatever. Yeah. We'll sit down for lunch. We'll make sure the event's good to go. Two hours later, gone. <laughs> like I'm sitting, I'm sitting. I don't even know what I was doing. You, uh, you can't make it up. That's what it is. You just cannot. You cannot. I'm like, you know, chilling in the living room or something, and I get that email, and I was like, "Fuck!" So I ran to my office, read the full email, text Brett, "Hey, you got to, you know, we got to do something." Um, yeah. And then like, my mind was going like a thousand different places literally like later that night about the time the hotel started calling people um so probably like six o'clock six thirty i'm sitting there i was in the um kitchen me and brooke were cooking um and i had like just like some one dollar potatoes you boil some water put a boil some water put the potatoes in there stir it up that's all i had to do okay those are, the be- those, are the, those are the best potatoes, by oh, the way. My, my, far, my wife my yes. wife likes to... I grew up poor, right? And she likes to give me her little... That's not real potatoes. Fuck that. That's real potatoes, all right? <laughs> yes, bro. That's what me and Brooke eat cheap just because <laughs> like, we like the stuff that's cheap. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so easy as shit potatoes to cook. I'm sitting there and, and like I get some message and I'm reading it and I'm like... It's like you said, that Twitter group chat was just a Twitch chat, bro. It's just going. You, and I'm sitting here yeah. reading it, trying to respond and Brooke yeah. says something and I was like, how do you cook these potatoes again? Yeah. Like I was out, bro. I was yeah. so gone. Parker was calling me. Um, you know, I talked to you at one point. It was just, it was nothing compared to Indy, thank God. But it was still a mess. And bro, then, I'm telling you, I was, I was getting my haircut. And I'm like, and I'm like, my barber. I'm like, get the fuck off me. What's, what's going on? Hold on a minute. Like what's good? And he's like, what's wrong? I'm like, just stop, just stop. Let, let, let me figure this shit out. I might not need a haircut. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So exactly, everyone, every, everybody. Including you, including contender, just completely caught by surprise. Like, what 
the fuck? What just happened? It was like a it was like a train that you didn't see until it was already too late. Literally. Exactly literally. Like, literally. Chilling, like you, know, you could do nothing like, about it. Yeah, it was bad, bro. It, I mean, and that's what sucks is there was literally nothing I could do about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and that's, you know, and let's let's piggyback over to um actually before we do that, let's talk about um before we get into Indiana in, in Indianapolis. You just partnered up with Contender Esports, right? Yeah, yeah. So AGN Contender is going to be, you know, a, it's a joint partnership now. Uh, AGN will be under Contender. Um, strictly because when you look at it, you know, I, I tried to preach this to uh, to Eplex. They have a center open in Pearl, Mississippi, which is right mm-hmm. outside of Jackson, um, yeah. and then in Birmingham, Alabama, which is yeah. where we were going to host the, uh, the what was it, 15K uh back in fall of 2020 after indy it was like a black ops 4 and a bottom warfare event kind of yeah. like champs or whatever yeah. i was gonna do too i mean it's, it's like eighteen thousand square foot venue like the place is absolutely massive yeah. uh it would have been a really good venue well i met with them originally back in fall of 2019 i was kind of you know they were just getting started i love the owners really nice guys chris donaldson um michael strawbridge like i, I love the owners you know yeah. And when they were just getting started, I don't, I don't necessarily think they had a lot of experience in esports. They're really good businessmen. They all, you know, they run a bunch of businesses down in Birmingham and across the country and stuff. Yeah. Um, so you know, they know how to run a business. Um, but I wanted to bring some expertise to their staff uh, from the esports side. So you know, I had some uh, really good conversations with them. We hosted a two v two in a Rocket League land there, um, and I kind of tell them I was like, you know, what's going to set land centers apart? or when they start getting involved in online stuff. Like yeah. if you have one center, it's going to be different because you're still only going to attract that local audience. You have to find a way to get those people coming in and then coming back over and over and over and over. Yeah. Now, but when you're hosting multiple, it, you know, it opens up what you can do, um, you know, tenfold basically. So I was preaching to him, I was like, you need to get involved in online stuff. I was mm-hmm. like, leagues, tournaments, whatever. I was like, find a way to get involved in online and incorporate that into what you're doing on land. Yeah. It's like, cause that's how AGM works. We, we were built based on online stuff. We are online tournaments. We developed into leagues. Um, and then started hosting lands about 2016, March of 2016, I think was our first land. And that was a year and a half or two years after I launched AGM. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it takes time, but I was trying to fast track, you know, how they could get to that point. And, you know, we ended up doing this four, four gunfight tournaments, one a week for four weeks, and then led up to a big Saturday tournament. And we were getting, you know, eight to 10 teams, six to 10 teams yeah, um, per week on a weekly Monday night. And then that Saturday comes and we got like 20, you know, so that, that was my first experience to saying like, Hey, this shit works. Like yeah. I have an idea. Let's run it. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it worked well, uh, things ended up falling through with them about the time of Indy. Um, but oddly enough, a week before Indy, uh, Jesse in Springfield, contender esports in Springfield hosted a call of duty land. Um, and I heard about it and I was like, huh, you know, like they're hosting lands. Indy should be good. Right. So I called Jesse and, you know, we talked this first time we had met and, um, we were talking and it was, you know, I could tell Contender had something brewing because of their their game plan. You know, yeah. and I knew like that. What was AGN missing? AGN was missing locations that they could host lands at decent price. Um, 
with enough equipment to actually hold an AGM land. Because, I mean, you know, it's all like our Valorant Rainbow Six stuff aren't going to get as much team as our COD stuff. Yeah. But our Call of Duty is too big to limit teams. Exactly. Um, unless, you know, like for time's sake or whatever. But yeah. um, so after Indy, like two months later or whatever, Jesse called me. He's like, you know, hey, you know, let's let's find a way to work together because we need online stuff. He got it. He he knew what I was preaching to Eplex and didn't even he had never even talked to me about it, but he understood it. They needed online stuff. They needed a way to connect with players all over the country. Um, I needed venues. I needed venues all over the country that can give me what I needed to host land events. So we you know we've been partnered up since October of, or November of 2020. So you know we're going on a year and a half of being partnered together. Um, and working together and stuff and really you know nothing's changed nobody even knows it and that's kind of how we know that it's going to work out in the future um so agn's going under contender uh we give them their online stuff they give us you know land centers uh we're talking about rebranding just because you know it's the american gaming network but we're going international we'll be in saudi arabia brazil uh canada next year well, Canada's this year. I just don't think we'll get an event there this year, yeah. um, especially with their COVID guidelines and stuff. So Saudi Arabia, that's where that's where the money's at, right there. Yeah. So AGN's that's... going international. We'll probably rebrand the name um, here soon. Um, that's awesome. And then, yeah. So I mean, that's what that's, you know. That's what the future holds. That's exciting. Now, um, it's crazy, right? To like, if you think about where you started from, to now where where it's getting, um, and there's things that happen throughout that that journey, like this past weekend, that kind of get you prepared. After AJ in Indianapolis, I'm like, well, we'll never. We'll, now we've seen the worst. It don't. It never get worse than this. It, it, it never, never. And well, fucking AJ in Oklahoma came and it's like, well, kinda. Hey, didn't, will, did, didn't beat. It, it didn't beat Indianapolis as far I will as say that <laughs> Oklahoma in terms of how our social media was handed handled. Um, I, it wasn't even a tent. No, no, was, no. There, there no. was a few outliers, like some guy <laughs> that I've never even heard of. Fuck AGM, bro. Who's who you? Like, never even heard of you before. Yeah. You're saying fuck AGM yeah. because the venue canceled our event. Okay, yeah. whatever. You know, no. You'll probably never come back. I didn't know who yeah. you were in the first place. Yeah. So it's it, fine. Yeah, um, people have to have to realize like when when you show up to an event to a, a land event. Um, you walk into the venue and you, you're, you're seeing at that point, you're seeing the, the workings of the last couple months leading up to, to that, to that event happening. Right. So these kids, and I call them kids because you have to be a kid to say the shit you say, stupid shit you say on Twitter. When you walk into a venue and you see the computers and you see the lights and blah, 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 right? You have no fucking idea. And I barely know. And I've been in this shit for a while. You have no idea what the people who, who are running this event had to go through, had to go through leading up to that to that day where it's, it's competition time. It's time to actually start competing and giving the product that you've been promising, right? And credit to AGN. Every time that I've gone to an event, a LAN event, what I was promised, I got, right? And this is why I, you know, why I wanted to get you on the podcast after this. And 
and after the agents or Oklahoma shit because it's like I, I want you guys to understand this is it's not nothing to do with AGN, nothing to do with contender, right? It, it, it's it's something outside of their reach, right? And I I gained a whole new respect for AGN, like especially during uh, the Indi- Indianapolis event that we're gonna talk about right now. We we've that's been like the the silent thing, like uh, like. Everyone who was, you know, not involved, but everyone that was, you know, a part of that, all right, a part of that. And that, whether you like it or not, that was history. Whether you like it or not, that was a historic moment in, in Call of Duty esports, period. Not just the local scene, period. When, period. Uh, when, I think it was, I think it was Thursday night. Because, uh, you know, shit hit the fan Thursday night and I get involved with Activision Friday morning, Friday at lunch. Yeah. I texted the staff. We're talking like, about we're talking about Indianapolis right now. Yeah, I texted yeah. staff. I was like, you ready to go viral? Yeah. I, was like, Shit's, I was like, something's about to go down. I was like, we're either about to be the first land since COVID. You know, yeah. we're going to go viral for that or yeah. we're going to go viral in a negative way and I'll be damned. That's what happened. But now before we get into that real quick, yeah. you know, like you said, every time you come to an Asian event, you get what you're promised and that's, you know, that's my goal is, you know, I can host lands every month. You know, I yeah. can host lands wherever um, now, thankfully. But it was getting, AGM was expanding. You know, we were getting into Rainbow Six and Valorant and Rocket League and Halo now. And, yeah. you know, we tried Gears of Wars, we're, it was CSGO. Uh, AGM is expanding you yeah. know, fast. And the one thing we were missing was resources. Um so how do I take care of those resources? I give me centers that I don't have to worry about. You know, that that automatically cuts out a third of what a land is. Yeah. Um, so now it's, you know, hey, I call the owner, like Chris Barnes up in Charleston. Uh, we're going there at the end of March. That'll, that'll be announced next week uh, for Halo. So I call him. I was like, hey, how about these dates? How about we do this? He's like, you know, he's either giving me a thumbs up, thumbs down. We're good to go. Uh, April and Destin, you know, they've been they've been wanting an AGM land for, for months. But like I told you earlier, I couldn't get a one because I didn't have the CDL schedule. So yeah. I didn't know when to plan. So, you know, we picked a date in April. Hopefully we're good with it. I don't see, I don't see anything being a contradiction. There may be. A and, and and that, that, that event, oh, that, I mean, that's just a nice area in general. At the beach. Like, oh, at, we're going to literally be at the fucking beach. Like, yeah. even if you get first rounded, who gives a fuck? You go to the beach. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that shit's going to be, exactly. a, that's going to be crazy. So that's what, you know, we're going to Charleston in March for spring break. And then three weeks later, we're going to Destin for, yeah. again, spring break. So, yeah. you know, I'm also going to try to hit like Mankato, Minnesota uh, in the summer where it's not, you know, below 40. Yeah, uh, exactly. But yeah, so that's what, you know, Adrian, I need the resources. I need to be able yeah. to keep our quality of product up and what it is. Um, so that's going to help a lot, um, which, you know, you saw the Springfield venue. There's, you yeah. know, there's some private rooms back there that we can yeah. use to turn into like a production studio exactly um so that's you know that's why i took the deal i needed i needed resources and they needed online and yeah. you know it made perfect sense um, Good. yeah yeah but yeah so we we can get into indie where you want to start all right let's let's, let's talk about okay well, well we'll talk about how how uh this situation kind of mirrored aj in oklahoma kind of mirrored kind of kind of what led up to the uh indianapolis stuff Again, the the same thing that I saw, I find similar is the shit happened literally a day before the the sh- the, the event was going to kick off. Like damn near similar situation as far as all of a sudden shit starts going to shit. 
The difference, though, between AJ in Oklahoma and Indianapolis was the Indianapolis shit was strictly a social media bullshit. All right, it was strictly social media bullshit. AGN and the venue, I don't, I don't remember the venue. I don't know if I want to bring them up because I don't want, you know what I mean? I don't, maybe they want to be com- completely just. I don't even think they're running anymore. Oh, okay. Honestly. Well, there you go. Well, I, I don't even remember the, the name. They might be. I mean, they're good guys. I, yeah. Like, oh, they were all, all, they were awesome people. All, the, it was like a, a, a dad and, and a son, yeah. right? Yeah. They're awesome people. I liked them. They were very, very respectful and tried to accommodate us as much as possible. But that whole situation was like, Event was in Agent Indianapolis was good to go, right? There was no uproar. There was no, I to be honest with you, like, like and there's no disrespect to Agn. People didn't really give a fuck at that time. The teams, the teams that were going, were going. There was no, I had no in, inclination that there was a problem or it was whatever. Bags were packed. Everything was good, right? And. All of a sudden, I remember I was getting to the airport. Yeah, I was getting to the airport to fly out. And then I started seeing some shit on Twitter. And, it, and it, I remember I remember the kid who even started it. I remember because I went back and forth with him for a while, even after, like months after. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what it was. He just, it was like a random tweet. And then it was just, it was like a fucking wildfire. It, bro, and that's why it just that's why caught. It just caught fire. With that event, I think if that social media uproar on Thursday never happens, no, not, nothing, nothing, nothing happens, nothing. Happens. And it wasn't like I, I understand COVID was completely different then than it is now. Yeah, you know, we we just canceled an event due to COVID, or the casino just canceled an event due to COVID. Yeah, allegedly. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was, you know, we're three months into the pandemic yeah. and or re- really, truly three months into the pandemic. Everything shut down about March. The event was, what, late July. Um, so, you know, when I announced that event in April, it, if, if you, I, like, I promise you saw, if you talk shit yeah. about AGN or that event from the day it was announced until now, I know who you are. I, yeah. I either had the tweet saved or if you're a coward and deleted your tweet, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I still know who you are and you know who yeah, I'm talking to. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that Thursday night, I'm, Brooke got home from school. <clears throat> I think she may have been coaching football at that point, uh, cheer coaching. Yeah. Uh, so she may have cheer or something. She got home, you know, I start packing, we're hanging out. Same thing. Same thing as Wednesday night. <laughs> I get on Twitter and I'm like, fuck, you yeah. know, like, this is not what I wanted to happen. Yeah. But so at that point, it wasn't like, Hey, the event's getting canceled. It was why the hell is this event going on in the middle exactly. of COVID? Yeah. And that's that's my thing. You know, was it ideal to run it in peak COVID? I don't know. Hell, we're still in peak COVID. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um like, but no one forced you to go to that event. And 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 also pause leading up to the event is the exact same thing. There was nobody saying Hey, maybe we should cancel it like months before or weeks before. There was no inclination at all. That's a big word for a lot. That means that no one even brought anything up. It was there was not like, hey, maybe we should rethink. No. 
it was literally, also, I know the risk. Also, you know? be mindful. There were there there were other things happening in esports. There were other events happening. There were other lands happening. There was lands the same day, the next state over. Like right. there was big lands going on the same weekend. So, at, like, I'm driving home Sunday morning, and everybody's like, "Oh, so this event can get." can go and run but this Hold on, uh, it uh, literally uh, had everything to do there with were there were activision owned titles that were having land events all right so there was at no point in time at all that i even thought oh well this might get canceled because of covid ne never ever until that day when twitter all right twitter not a health specialist not uh uh the owners of the venue not the state of uh you know in Indiana or Indiana or whatever, nobody other than Twitter. Yeah, that event got canceled by cancel culture and no one else. Literally, sure. literally. Like like you said, like no one, everybody going to the event was under the understanding. Like, hey, we know what we're getting ourselves into. We yeah. know it's a lamb. We know COVID's a thing. I'm coming. You know what I mean? Exactly. Wear masks, social distance, whatever. I knew what I was doing. They and knew and what they yeah, were exactly. Doing. And no, and at, at that time, no, like I said, there was no any kind of fear. There was no, oh, maybe we shouldn't do this. No, me no. for me personally, I'm just like, well, we're going. I'll make sure my guys have masks. I'll make sure my guys have whatever, whatever they want. Right? Hey, will you. And I, I, I remember even asking them when I when this shit started happening. I, I'm like, yo, do any of you guys have a problem? Do it, are any of you uncomfortable? If you're uncomfortable, tell me now, and that's it. Either yeah. we'll ca or either we won't go, or I'll find someone else to take your spot. No. All right, anybody that you know that's going to the event, ask. No, there wasn't. The players were not like, "Oh, I'm scared." No, no one was forcing anybody to do anything. Everyone, everyone that went wanted to go. Everyone that went was not forced to go. Everyone that participated in the in, in in actually heading out there, right, wanted to be there. Okay. Now, when the shitstorm started happening, all right, this is again a Twitter shitstorm, not not real life IRL like you could say, not an IRL. I'm talking about on Twitter. All right, when Twitter started getting their panties in a bunch, all right. By that time, there were people in on in the fucking air already. There were people already there. People already checked into hotels. Airbnbs were were already, you know, checked into. All right, that whole area was not shut down. That whole area, was, there were not restaurants shut down. There were not hotels shut down. That area was running like every day. It was. It was. There was nothing wrong. No one. No one gave. It was. There, no one gave a fuck. Right. Everyone was wearing their mask. Everyone was doing their, you know, their little, their shit. All of a yeah. sudden, me, the, me the and Twitter went to a bar. Saturday night. Exactly. Not like yeah. The restaurant bar. But yeah. yeah. The, and, then, and, then, and then the Twitter storm happened. Now, when the Twitter storm happened, it, like I said, it was it was like a it was like a wildfire. It was like a snowball. Like just it just every hour it just kept kept on getting bigger and bigger. And, and it kept it, getting bigger because like you know, like I said, like it strictly came down to branding and who AGM was. All like Eplex had been running lands down in Birmingham for a month. Activision yeah. did not care. Jesse in Springfield ran a, a, a Call of Duty land in Springfield like two weeks before or something. Yeah. Activision did not care. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it, it literally comes down to branding, but um, that's that's kind of what happened. It was like some I, I don't want to say some nobody because I can't remember exactly who it was, but there were a 
shit ton of nobodies involved in the Twitter storm. And all that did was just, you know, added fuel to the fire. And then, and then it made people with actual say exactly. and people with actual involved. names involved. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what, like you have, you know, just people, people that were, I don't want to say jealous of the state that AGM was in, yeah. but there, there were a lot of people that were on other involved with other companies that were tweeting about the event. Yeah. Um, and then once that happened, um, you know, the rest of the AM scene got involved. And again, there's nobody from like there's what 120, 150 people, players mm-hmm. going to the event. None of them were talking any type of shit. No. They all still went, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So they, uh, you know, this was all people not involved. And it's kind of like what I touched on earlier. Like, there's people talking shit that I've never even heard of. So how do you have the right to, you know, talk about me or AGM when you've never had a single conversation with me? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so everybody's talking shit on Twitter. And, you know, it is what it is. I don't care. Um, well, then, like, this pro player gets involved. This mm-hmm. pro coach gets involved. This guy gets involved. Who, hey, guy, wait, stop, stop, pause. Who is that guy? God, I was trying to figure out his name before we even got in the podcast. Who's that guy from Seattle? <laughs> Fucking idiot. Well, Bob what was, Morris. What's his name? Bob Morris. Mount Morris, or whatever the fuck your I name is. I told you, I know, bro. If you talk shit, I know your name. I know that guy, Mount Morris. I wish I, I think he has me blocked. Anyway, <laughs> he actually got. I don't know if he got fired by Seattle. Yeah, exactly. No, but he no. He, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some. I'm gonna give you some irony about that situation. That guy was one of the most outspoken people during that time, and he said one thing. That got me furious. He goes, because at that time, there were two players. The, the, the biggest prospects in Call of Duty at that time were Fire and uh, Sib. They were both on my team, right? And I remember one tweet that he had. I'm probably in my phone somewhere. I screenshot it. I know he goes, he goes, Don't, anybody who, because someone replied, they said, well, the two biggest prospects in COD are there. And he replied to that tweet and said, Anybody, anybody who's there, including those two guys, will never be in the CDL. Yeah. How funny is it that he tweeted that and he was a part of the Seattle Surge, and now he doesn't even work for Seattle Surge, and one of those players he said would never be in the CDL is now a starter for that Seattle Surge team. You fucking moron. It, I sent it to you when, you know. What I a fucking moron. Mount Morris, you're an idiot. When Siv got announced to be in the CDL, I sent that I sent the uh, screenshot of his tweet with yeah. the screenshot of Siv being announced to you. And I was like, it was that how it started versus how it's going. Like that's why I'm like like me, me and Parker and Chris and Jesse and some other guys, it was like if you go back to the indie event and you look at what happened there compared to where everybody's at now, everybody involved. Like that was defending AGN and shit are now thriving. Like, yeah. look at AGN. Somebody, I, I know exactly who you are. I'm not going to name drop you. You know who you are. I've used your screenshot over and over. Yeah. Said this was career suicide for AGN and everyone involved. That was the best damn thing that's ever happened to me in my esports career. I I had ESPN email me about that. Yes. They wanted to yes. interview, and I I want to do it, but I could. Some my <laughs> yeah, people said no. I, you can't I was do talking it. to Jake. From esports talk, you know, Dixerto, ESPN. I was talking to a shit ton of people. Yeah. But again, that was the best thing that's ever happened to me in my career. Look yeah. at Parker. He went from running his senior origin thing to now he's getting salaried under organizations, running colleges, programs. Like yeah. 
Chris goes from running his organization and now be a manager at the Contender Esports Store in Hudson Valley. Like yeah. anyone involved, it was the it was a very good thing for them. Yeah, but, and was, I think that's what's ironic. ironic. Yeah. Like you said, like Bob was saying, I th- I'm, yeah, it was Bob for a yeah. fact. That said, if you're at that event, you'll never ever touch the CDL. And then two years later, we've got what four or five people that were there in the CDL, and one guy playing for the org that he works for, and he doesn't even work for that org. Oh, that's that is hilarious. Literally, that yeah. that's a that is karma for your ass. But I think the the biggest thing that I I uh, I, I got from from that whole agent Indianapolis situation was um, hold on a minute, let me. From from this event right here, this guy right here, you you can't see it on 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 the screen right now, Quattro. But from this event right here, you'll see it you'll see it on, on the, on the stream. Yeah. Um, from that event that we that we won, right? I I really got to see how ugly some of you motherfuckers are. All right, and not physically, because you know you're all beautiful, I guess. But I'm talking about your personalities, how you go about interacting with people when they don't agree with what you think is right or your opinion. I really got this and it, it kind of shocked me and it, and it really made, um, it it made me kind of sad in some ways because people that I looked up to and I, and I still look up to had, had, um, it was such a like volatile, like your finish type of attitude like why oh, yeah at what what why why do you think that's okay to tell somebody that they're finished like or that they'll never ever do anything in call of duty esports because of this like it really it really and at, you know at that time and even to today covid you know it I think it it did it did a lot to people's health, but it also did a lot to people's fucking heads, man. It really got people to to show their true character and that what what they really think about other people when they don't do what what they want them to do or they don't agree with their opinion or, you know, I had I, I we'll talk about fucking um probably the biggest name that got got on our asses was uh, Adam P. Right, Mr. Adam P. Shout out to you. You probably never, you probably won't see this because you have me blocked. As well, yeah, and then he deleted his tweets. And like you have me blocked because I got your ass because you're talking to a grown man who has a lawyer, and the shit you were saying, you cannot yeah. say. That's, that's why. why that's why you tweets. deleted the shit. Yeah. All right. Again, another case of grown men thinking that they can talk to little to younger people any way they want and thinking that oh, no one has. They don't. know What are they gonna do? Well, you said some shit on Twitter that I had the screenshots of. All right. And yeah, we're not gonna get into that. But you blocked me and unblocked me. All right. Anyway, um, so someone like that, right? Who's you know arguably you know one of the godfathers of Call of Duty. To to have to have an opinion is one thing, but to be so mad at somebody because they're not doing what you think is the right thing or what you think is is the morally correct thing to do what you think not what not what you know we all have our own morals we all have our own opinions right at that point in time anybody who didn't want to go was being told don't go literally don't go nothing's gonna happen if you don't go you don't you don't have to go anybody who went to that event wanted to go all right there were i'm pretty sure there were like a couple teams that didn't go 
they, they, they didn't they didn't go and they, they said I hey think, yeah yeah we I, don't, think, and I gave them refunds before the exactly said, they, hey, i'm not going no i remember i remember i remember that yeah and they didn't go i didn't think anything of i didn't think less anything less of them like oh, okay you, you're you know whatever you have your own thoughts on it and you don't you don't feel comfortable it's cool you don't gotta go and the people that went wanted to be there right the people that went and wanted to compete were all there all right and the 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 venue the the um you guys you know like everyone that was you know that were you know in communications with each other we're all under the same impression like hey we're if you're here you're here because you want to be here if you don't want to be here go ahead we'll do we'll do what we got to do to give you your money back or give you you know some kind of compensation um but to see people like adam p to see certain pro players to see mind you the people that had as far as people with names the people with the biggest mouse on twitter don't even work in call of duty anymore yep they're gone and that's what that's what i was saying like the reason this event got canceled was because so it in my opinion it was kind of a thing where too many people were pissed off about it and reaching out to activision to where activision could sit there and not do anything and again activision that's another thing Activision gave zero fucks, zero fucks until Twitter came a knocking. Yeah, I got uh, Ali DM me on Twitter and was like, hey, you need to check your email. And this was four o'clock in the morning. So, four o'clock in the morning, the day the event's supposed to run. Yeah. Jack Failing, uh, that's her Twitter. I think her, yeah. her name's actually Ali. Yeah. Um, she's really nice, she's really sweet. Yeah. You know, the, everybody I talked to from Activision was, I don't, even, I don't even know half the people if they're even still working there. I think Ali is um, the the one guy I talked to. I know he's not working there for sure, but, you know, they, they were very cool. They were very understanding. They worked with me. They, you know, they understood my point of view on everything. Um, but, yeah, they emailed me at 4 o'clock in the morning. I was actually waking up to drive to Indy, and they yeah. emailed me and said, check your email, or messaged me and said, check your email. I was like, well, I'm – I've got to go. You know, I can't sit at home and wait for this to be solved and then drive. Like I've got to get there. So yeah. we, I wasn't able to get in a meeting with Activision until about lunch. Uh, Cause you know, they're West coast time. So by the time they got up, got in the office, it was probably one o'clock Eastern or something like that. So, you know, I had a really good conversation with them and they were basically like, you know, um, because of COVID, we don't want you running this event. Mm-hmm. Understandable. I get it. You know, and I, you know, I played my case. I was like, you know, we've we've reached out to the Indiana State Health Department. They've approved the event. Mm-hmm. You know, we've we've done. We're implementing all the guidelines. You know, we talked to local and state health officials. Like mm-hmm. I said, they they state health officials approved the event. So that's why we were like, you know, even if Activision reaches out, like it's not like we're doing something that you know isn't it's in an area that's locked down and we're going in and we're doing this. Like, this is like you said, an open area. We've talked with local officials. Like everything was good on this event. They were, they were more concerned. I think with everybody was kind of coming in from out of state and mm-hmm. stuff like that. If it was, if it was a true local land, there was only local people in attendance. It would have been completely different in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, but with everybody flying in again, that just goes to the magnitude of, you know, kind of where we were at as a brand um, as to why other people got involved too. Um, you know, they were like, you can move this to online. Um, we'll approve it. I said, great. You know, I'll, I'll submit that application or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, have it approved. And, they were, and then it was brought to my attention, which 
was kind of obvious. They were like, well, it's our understanding that, you know, people were already there. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's supposed to start in six hours, you know? I was yeah. like, and they were like, well, you can't, you know, you're, you're going to have to find some way to have people not play at the venue. And I, you know, I said, um, you can't do that. Well, that's, that's they, they had a good point, yeah. you know, they were like, well, you need to forfeit them if they do and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, there's also people going to venues all around the country that are playing your online qualifier tomorrow or the exactly. last chance qualifier for champs, whatever yeah. it was, yeah. you know? And I was like, so if, you know, why I can't, I can't do that. Like, cause they could say they're going to that venue to play your event because yeah. your events on Saturday too. Yeah. Um, so, you know, whatever we worked with it. Um, well, then they were like, well, the venue can't be open. And I was like, no, yeah, they can. And I was like, that's a public open to the public business. I can't tell them what to do. And you can't tell them what to do legally. I, re I remember, you know? I remember you when that happened, you hit, you hit us all up in the group chat and you're just like, Hey, we're moving the event to online. I remember yeah. that. I remember you said that. Yeah. And, so, and everybody was pissed about that because I couldn't do it till nine o'clock. Exactly. You know, yeah. I had to get my statement approved. Yeah. Like, I couldn't put anything out until I had approval. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's what like they, you know, they were saying, I went back and forth with them for a few hours. Like yeah. I said, they're really cool. You know, I don't think, I, I think his name was Jack. No, can't remember his name, but he don't work there anymore. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you know, everybody I talked to was really nice um, yeah. and understanding and everything. Uh, so, you know, they were like, the business can't be open. I was like, Yes, it can. I mean, it's, it's a public yeah, business. There's nothing bit, yeah. me or you can do about it. And they were like, I thought you had the the whole venue booked, you know, for the weekend. I was like, not necessarily. Yeah. I was like, we're using all their equipment, but they're open to the public. You yeah. know what I mean? So I remember, I remember, yeah, I remember when uh, be, prior to that, um, I remember talking to you or somebody about because uh, about scrims or something and. And you're just like, no, after you're done, you, I think you have to leave because they're a business. People are coming in to use the stations yeah. for other, you know what I mean? So they were, that that day for the event, they were still running a business. Like they were, yeah. they were, they were open. And um, like, I'm pretty sure they had like VR stuff in the back. There were, no, there was kids there playing that weren't nothing to do with the event. They were yeah. playing like other bullshit games or whatever, switches and all that. Yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember that. So it was a, a, a situation where, um, you know, when I remember when you when you uh, moved it to online, you said, "Hey, it's online. We we have to move it to online. We can't." And I I got into like, all right, I was pissed, but I'm like, well, you know, that that's the situation. And right away, I started thinking, I'm like, all right, uh, okay, what, what what am I gonna do? I'm like, do I gotta go buy some PS4s or whatever? Or you know what I mean? Or like, that's literally what I thought. I'm like, where can? And then I I got I got into like I thought in my head, I was like. Well can, well, can we just still go there and play? Because I, I wasn't even at the venue yet. I wasn't even yeah. there. I'm like, well, shit, can we still go play at the at the venue? And like, you know, and I had no idea there was people there. I called the venue and you, I could just hear madness in the background, right? I'm like, are you guys are you guys open? And I obviously I, they were open because I could hear fucking people in the background. Right. He's like, yeah, we're still open. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm like, hey, guys. We'll just go play the tournament there. Cause I had uh Sib and Fire who were gonna play in the cup there. Right, yeah. Yep. So I'm like, hey, we're here. We're here for the next couple of days. I guess we'll play this AGN event online. And uh we'll just go to the venue and just I'll pay for whatever you gotta pay for to play. I get there and oh everyone else has the same idea. 
Yeah. Well, that's why I mean, there were some people that, you know, there was a B&B that had 50-something people. And, in well, it's not. And I'll, I'll admit this right now, because what are you going to do to me? I, when I came up with that idea, I said, you know what? I'm I'm sure that, because uh, there was a couple other teams that were, you know, trying to figure out how to, where to play at and this and that. I'm like, and I, I did a video, and I'm sure someone has it. That's okay. Share it. I don't care. Um, I did a video, and I said, hey. Fuckers, you can still go to the venue and, and, and you you just gotta pay for you gotta pay for time. You can still go to the venue and play the online tournament from their venue. So there were people who saw my video and, and hit DM me, DM me and I said, Hey, I'm going. So if you guys want to go, just go. And when I got there, there were you know other people there, other teams there, and we're just like, all right, well, we're gonna we're gonna uh and, and also another misconception. People said they didn't even have temperature checks and this and that. Before, and I, you can contest this, before the event got moved to online, that was the plan, was it not? Yeah, we. I had bought, you know, a little thermometer gun yeah. and shit, whatever. Um, you know, anything that we needed to kind of document who was... Yeah, if you were showing signs, I was I was not going to let you in. I remember, I remember, I remember you telling us in a group chat... Yeah, well, make that's sure what, make sure you guys are healthy because if they get there and and remember you said I don't care who it is if there are any kind of signs sneezing coughing whatever yeah. fever they can't play. Yeah. So well, that's what I, you know, it, it was. Yeah. Everybody on Twitter was saying like there was no precautions, whatever. There was no social distancing. There was no temperature checks. There was no nothing. I was like. It's not my event. Exactly. Event's that, that's uh, what I, you will I, have to take that up with the venue who's exactly, open. And exactly. That that's what I was trying to get into people's fucking hard ass heads. It's like, listen, once Gage, once AGN moved the event to online, that's it. They got no say on what happens when you walk into that door. It's they're no longer they're no longer um gonna be calling any kind of shots in the venue. All right. So when I got there, yeah, I, I but I had seen you guys had a table, be, you know, that was ready to do all that stuff. Yeah. And when it, when you know when you guys moved it online, the owners must have just moved the table to the side because you got to be mindful, you guys. This was a business, a business. They see all these people, they're like, oh shit, this is money. Yeah, and that's what I mean. They may have charged you for the the time. They may not have. They may have said, you know, hey, we're gonna make enough off concessions. And I stuff. Pa- I paid some. Oh, I gave him a lot of money concessions. I paid something. I paid something for my guys to play because at the end of the day, uh, you know, like one, we were there to play the. I wanted to. I wanted to win the the tournament. But two, you know, a part of getting fire and sip to even go there was I had agree. I told them, yeah, we're gonna have a spot for you to play in your cups, right? Yeah. And everyone's so fucking obsessed with and cups. I think- yeah. I think the original schedule had it to where, you know, like those guys were going to get to play the cup and like Yash and um, I can't remember who all was there, but there was only like eight people that really, I think it was the challengers. Um, it was a challengers, qualifier. It was a qualifier. Yeah. It was a qualifier, qualifier for champs. Yeah. Yeah. So there were only like a few people needed to play it. So we could still run the event yeah. you know, as is. Now. Yeah. Well, that, well, but I mean, we couldn't announce it till nine o'clock and then all that shit hit the fan. And I ran the event from my hotel room and then from my phone. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was at the restaurant with Brooke eating, running, you know, an online tournament. And it, it really was just a disaster because 
there was no line of communication set up to run that event through Twitter or Discord or whatever. Uh, and then I was forced to do it online and there was no, I didn't have time to set up, you know, communication properly. It was like, Hey, use this channel. Here's my Twitter. Well, when people have to contact me about their tournament, you know, I, my Twitter, I can't even read it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm getting so many DMS and tweets and shit. I couldn't even keep up. So like ha- trying to get in touch with me um, about the event was almost impossible. All right. Let's talk about one more thing about that. The, probably the funniest thing that happened their entire thing was the sign, the no land oh, connection yeah. sign. Yeah, Let, that was great. From my understanding, this is how the, that went happened. All right. Again, so I was there in real time when this was happening, right? There were when the uh, there were teams there that were going to play the online tournament at the venue, all right? There were a couple teams who were about to play each other and then realized cuz some most of, some of the teams that uh that were going to originally come to the land this when they got to move move online they're just like fuck it we're not playing, whatever, right? Well, then um I don't know how, what teams it was. There was two teams that were about to play each other and they were there. They were there, right? And it was like a joke. It was like a joke. Someone was saying, "Well, we're not we're we're, uh, we're not supposed to play on land." And and then I just remember it, well, we really you're really not playing on land. You're playing against and then it just somehow the owner that the dad, right? said, well, hey, this is, this is not supposed to be, this not, they're not supposed to be playing each other. I'm like, well, what, do you, what, what can you do? They're, they're here. They're playing, in, they're playing on, on the online tournament, but they're here. Like, what do you, you know? And, and I don't know how it got to him about no land connection. I'm not sure how that even. I, just, well, I think I, there was a tweet. Somebody was like, you know, just played our first game on land. And then. Other people were saying, like, I thought it was online. There you go, and yeah. They made it like Because everybody, like, Riley and Kenny and them were on Twitter. So, they, yeah. you know, they saw stuff like And this was before, you know, everything exploded. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, it didn't explode until I'm pretty sure one of those teams um, took a video of them winning and put it on Twitter. And that's when everybody oh, saw it. Oh, and that's yeah. when everybody got pissed and was like, oh, I thought this was moved to online. Yeah, but yeah. it's a secret land. They're still there. And then that's, and that's when, when everybody got yeah. involved and were like, Oh, you guys are fucking finished because yeah. this you guys are trying to be sneaky and yeah, that's and so, that's when everybody was like, There's no social distancing and people aren't wearing masks and I, that's where, like you said, after I moved it to online, there's nothing I can do about now, it. Now and here's another thing I you never we've never talked about. How many people got COVID from that situation? To my knowledge, none. None. No one no one ever told none. me they As a matter COVID. of fact, I put out I I put out I, did I did I did it on the, the group chat? I put out like I put like a reward out, I'm like yo, if you can prove you got COVID from the from the venue with an actual date from the doctor, because there was no home test and shit at that time. Yeah, I I was like I was I'll I'll, I'll cash app you or something or PayPal you like fifty dollars. Yeah, nobody That's ever what, nobody ever collected that. If ever if anyone did get COVID from the event, like I said, no one ever told me. No, I no never heard ever told anybody. I never at at that time. You would have thought that that entire group was about to be just dead in about two days. Yeah. The way the way Twitter had it blown out of proportion, you would have thought, well, this is it. We we just committed committed suicide. This is over. I, some people <laughs> say we did. Exactly, and those people aren't even a part of fucking COD anymore, which is hilarious. But 
Yeah, that whole situation, man, it was, that was, I mean, I had, I was going back and forth with Adam P. I got blocked by him. I supposedly ruined a job with FaZe that I didn't even know I had. Uh, yeah, I had no fucking idea. Um, hey, FaZe, if you want to hit me up, just let me let me know. Um, you know, just shit. Players were uh, going to be blacklisted from the CDL. Well, those players now are in the CDL. Um, just a, a, a complete over-exaggeration. And, and I'm not saying that COVID is not a thing you should worry about. It is a thing you should worry about. But you guys got to understand at that time, AGN, everybody was doing what they were allowed to do. Nobody was doing something that, like leading up to the event, everyone was doing something that they were allowed to do. The state, the the area was was open. It wasn't like no restrictions. They were open, like fully open. Bars, fucking stores were open, right? So... That whole that whole agent Indianapolis situation was strictly strictly a cancel culture like phenomenon at that time. I remember. I, I remember it was just it was. I remember at the gym I train at, people do it because they knew I, they know I'm involved in Call of Duty. Dude, you hear about this? This and I'm like, bro, I was there. <laughs> bro, you know what's funny about that? And this is when I kind of get into like, bro, I what this is what blows my absolute mind. Uh, AGN has. At that point, we had about 10 different Call of Duty casters that we used. Uh, we had just got into Rainbow Six like three or four months prior. Like, we had only ran like two seasons of Rainbow Six. Um, we were starting, we were going to host a LAN, but postponed it due to COVID that was going to be in Boston. Um, it, would, it was going to be the weekend before Indy. Um, but anyway, like, once that shit happened, it, it was actually a Rainbow Six caster that told me I was committing career suicide. Um, he leaves. All of our Rainbow Six guys leave. Yeah. All of our Rainbow Six casters leave. Our Valorant guys leave. Valorant casters leave. Like, just completely ditched AGN. And then, like, we didn't lose a single guy for Call of Duty, bro. Mm. Not one. Nobody involved with Call of Duty and the event itself actually left AGN. And that's where you kind of feel the magnitude of Twitter and the true essence of People hear whatever they hear and run with it. Exactly. So it was yeah. like Call of Duty guys. If you're involved with AGN and you heard it from me, you know what happened. You understood. You made your decision based off that. Yeah. Well, then our Rainbow Six guys was, you hosted land during COVID. I'm out. You know, I was like, I mean, you knew the land was going to happen before mm-hmm. Twitter you know, the land actually yeah. happened. Yeah. Like this ain't you know private knowledge this was public for months or else the event never would have happened i was like so what are you talking about we hosted a land during covid did you not know it was going on or you just jumping shit because you know you think the community yeah exactly you're you're jumping on the bandwagon and trying to get people to be like oh you're such you're so brave bro the other yeah and and same thing with me with you know when when that kid was saying oh you're i was allegedly ruining an opportunity i had with face which that's net um, yeah. and, and I, I still haven't gone through my emails all the way, but I'm pretty sure it's not in there. Um, you know, I was told by high up people, well, you'll, you'll, you'll never get any opportunities within like call of duty, the league and stuff because of this. Well, guess what guys? I, I got a couple opportunities. Didn't take them, but I got a couple opportunities. All right. Yeah. So, and the people who told me that I would never have any kind of opportunities, 
I don't know where the fuck they're at. They don't work for CDL anymore. Like, people just got so, they got so mad because they couldn't control and they 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 were talking to people that aren't going to budge because of a tweet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're not I'm mean, you're not going to make me budge off a fucking tweet, especially yeah. when it's something that that we were not doing to put anybody or we're not we're not trying to get people hurt or get people sick or anything like that. We're not telling people, "Hey, you got to come. If you don't come, we're not going to get no reimbursement." Right. No. Like everybody there was multiple multiple yeah. people. I know exactly who you are. I was yeah. tempted to show the tweets. Yeah. Um Saying if you're hosting a land in a pandemic, you're a money hungry bastard. That's exactly what the tweet said. Another guy tweeted it basically with that same thing. Like I'm telling you, bro, if you talk shit, I know it. I keep receipts on everybody and everything. So that later on, you know, when contenders got 40 different locations open and you want a job, you're not getting one. Exactly. Um, but so I don't even know what I was going to say now. But yeah. they said that, and I know who you are. Yeah. Um, but no. I, yeah, it, it, it wouldn't have mattered to me if four teams showed up, yeah. if eight teams showed up, if 12, you know, whatever. The event was going to happen. It had nothing to do with money. I had three or four casters there that were going to um, cast the event that were getting paid. Staff travel was paid. The venue was getting paid. Like, I'm, I might have seen a couple hundred, two exactly. or three hundred, yeah. maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Like, if you think I was doing it for money, you're fucked up. Straight exactly. up. That, that event was not going to – we didn't – I hosted – for, I, I would say I hosted for over a year before I ever saw a dime from doing this. Oh and my god! I Listen, didn't see, here I didn't see over a hundred dollars off of here, I'm gonna, until I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come one hundred percent clean right now with people, all right? Because one of the main things that people said about me was, you know, that I'm forcing players to go, and I'm it's because I'm trying to make money, just like the way they're talking to you. Let me tell you motherfuckers something, all right? I'm going to give you guys the exact amount of money I have made off of Call of Duty since I've won what eight, nine championships locals. I'm going to give you the exact, exact amount. Zero. I've made zero money, all right? None. <laughs> zero. I've spent college tuition on a semester or two, depending on where you go, on, on, on these events, all right? All the money that I've ever that we've ever won has goes directly to the players. I don't get nothing. All right. So, and that, that's what I knew. Like, and and now it's different, obviously for for you. I knew. I'm like, you guys think this guy's making all kinds of money or something? You guys stupid. Like you yeah, guys, like, you guys, like, like Adrian, don't I don't see a dime. I know, I know, but it, you 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 do, you do it the exact reason why I do it because we have a bigger goal. Ahead, we we know what what this is going to become, and we know the opportunities that we're going to hopefully get in the future. That right now, we'll sacrifice. We'll yeah, sacrifice. There's, the, there's not a. This is not a get rich quick. No. Like, they, no. like I'm not hosting all. Like I've got thirty something lands planned yeah. for this year. It, it ain't <laughs> like I'm going to take all the profit off of those, put them in a savings account, yeah. sit on it for three years, take the interest, and then retire. Like yeah. that's not what's going on. Like I'm not. I'm here to stay. Exactly. You know I, mean? I don't. I don't need the money. That, that that's why one of the biggest things I always tell people when when they get involved in COD, whether you're an organizer, a tournament organizer, an org owner, or whatever you online, whatever you want to do, understand this is not a get rich quick scheme. Not gonna happen. I'm not going to make money. Not gonna happen. If, if you're involved in this shit, whatever it is, player, 
fucking coach, uh, tournament tournament organizer, organ, uh, organization owner. You, if you're involved in this, you ha- and and you want to last, you gotta actually like to do it. Yep. You have to love this shit because you're not gonna get any kind of compensation that's gonna that's gonna make you say, oh, this is worth. This will make this will put my kids through college. Not yeah. gonna happen unless their kids go to fucking you know. I don't know, a, a, a small small score, I guess, maybe. But yeah, a community college or a fucking tech school like where we're at, where I'm at. But like, you're not you're not gonna get what you think. It's that's not how it works. You got so anybody involved in this esport that's been around, Adrian, me, anybody else you can think of, understand the grind that we have gone through to even be here. Not not not, not to succeed, but to still be around. To, this, to hey, still be around. This. How many Call of Duty local land organizers have been around for over four years? So let's let's talk. What was uh, Chicago Black Ops Four? Yeah. Who else was hosting locals before Black Ops Four? That's still around. I, that, that's that's that used to. Okay, the only ones I can think of were NJ Rod, but they're not even around anymore. Exactly. ETG, they're not around anymore. Uh, MES. Are they coming back or not? They're not around right now. They're not around. They, they. I mean, they took a hiatus and then hosted one event. They, yeah. I don't know. They may not host another one. Yeah. So know. there's really, yeah, there's really, there's really none. Yeah. Really, so that, I mean, that's what, that's kind of what I take pride in is yeah. the fact that, not to sound cocky or whatever, but like there's no one that's still here. You know, no. like back back when I got started, there was Top Shot leagues. There was yeah, uh, Envision tourneys. There was the esports circuit. There was um, Perfect Alliance. Do you do you remember Perfect Alliance? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah so I, I mean, those were legendary guys. Yeah. That like after they shut down, I pursued them to figure out what they did, how they did it. You know, and they're not here anymore. Exactly. And like slowly but surely, like CJ and CLT, like they hosted events for what two years. Now mm-hmm. they're done. You know, exactly. um, well, they're, they're not done. They're just they're they're, they're, done, they're done with COD. Yeah, now yeah. Ashoni, I don't know what Don. I know Don's working at Exposure or whatever it was, uh, kind of like as a freelance guy. But yeah. I don't. Ashoni may come back. They may not. You know, yeah. AFD. Um, you know, they're thriving. E Zone's just getting started, kind of. But like, in terms of people that's been around for four or five years, there's really not many people. I think a- AFD may be hitting that four or five mark, but at the same time, when they're hitting four or five, I'm hitting year seven and eight. So like that gap is. Yeah. So people can look, yeah, people can look at that and, and understand that if this was a money making machine in, in as far as Call of Duty sports and those type of companies are gone, there's a reason why they're gone. Yeah. They're gone because there's, there's, it's hard. It's yeah. hard to, to, to profit anything. It's hard. So and really the only reason we're still here is because I'm not just in Call of Duty anymore. Like, exactly. That's why it's the American Gaming Network, not the Call of Duty Network. Yeah. Like, the the whole AGM was built upon um Call of Duty. We spent five years doing only Call of Duty. Yeah. And I, you know, I put AGM on the shelf twice yeah. uh, during that time and it, it severely screwed me. Like, you know, looking back, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Yeah. But uh you know, that's why I'm getting into R6. That's why I'm getting into Valorant. And that, I, that's kind of, what's also crazy to me about the whole indie situation is Call of Duty. Our first event back from COD, we sold out. Our next event for COD, we sold out. Like the game and the community that should have been affected the most by the indie land 
has not missed a beat. Whereas there are still Valorant people that won't touch us because we hosted a LAN during COVID, even though we've hosted a Valorant LAN since then. Yeah. Uh, Rainbow Six is the same way. Like there's people in Rainbow Six that only know me from Indy, even though we've done eight different leagues. We've ran one LAN about to be two. Like there's still people that just hear the name and associate that with Indy. But at the same time, this is, I think this is something you don't even know about. I've talked to people that heard all kinds of shit about Indy. But it was like, one, one guy came to cast for me and he was like, did you hear about the people that hosted that COVID land? And I was like, yeah, I, I heard about it, you know? And then I was like, what did you hear? And they were like, well, I heard it was a Rocket League land in Chicago. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, how the hell did you hear that? Um, so that, that kind of shows me like, there's no telling what people have actually heard about that event. Yeah. Um, and that's why I'm like, that's why I think it's actually impacting AGN the way it is. It's because like, for all I know, somebody said I committed murder at that, you know, and threw them in the uh, dumpster out back or something. Yeah. Like there's no telling what people heard about that. Yeah. And yeah. And it's, you got on people need to understand, like I said, it's, it's, this shit is hard. Um, if you see people that have been in, in this scene for, for numerous, numerous years and they're still here, Understand the grind that they had to go through. Look, look what just happened in Oklahoma. Like something we, I mean, you can't make this shit up. Like you literally can't. But th these type of situations are what are going to prepare you for whatever your ultimate goal is down the line. You have to, you have to go through shit like this to get to, you know, whatever, whatever your goal is with AGN, whatever my goal is with my personal esports career. Listen, when I started Three Kings... Uh, 2012 13 whatever my goal was i want to i want i want three kings to be a professional professional call of duty team you know then cdl comes around and the last time i checked my account let me see yep don't have 25 mil hanging around um that kind of chalk that right and you just, i got to find a different way now now i now there's a good chance that three kings will not be in the cdl it's not going to happen more more than likely right so okay, well I still want to be involved with COD. Well let me let me work on my personal esports career, and there's things I have to do as far as getting to a point where my name could even be brought up with possible job offers, opportunities down the line, right? And I and and I gotta go through situations like AJ in Oklahoma, like AJ in Indianapolis, where it's like things aren't going the way I want them to go. Okay, well I I, I gotta. I gotta find a way around it. I gotta find a way to get through it, and and get get to the a point where I can get I can learn from it, get valuable lessons. I know you're gonna learn some shit off this AG in Oklahoma shit. I know oh, you yeah. learned you learned a lot of shit from AG in Indianapolis. Just imagine the things you know now that you wouldn't you wouldn't know if you didn't go through these two crazy situations, right? Right. Like with Indy, Indy, it showed me it showed me who my friends are. Exactly. Clearly. Like I, now, which I'm is all, which probably is the most valuable thing. In, oh, exactly. in, in this in this industry yeah well that's what like fellow still has me blocked from that event like <laughs> somebody he tweeted something or somebody was tweeting at him about something i can't remember what and i clicked on his profile and he had me blocked i was like i ain't never talked to this guy in my life yeah, you know? exactly. and then i went and searched my ad and his ad and i found out why he blocked me um <laughs> like i got on the agn twitter and went and you know found it so yeah. Um, but that's, it's just, it's crazy to me, you know, yeah. like that's, it showed me who I could trust, who I can work with and whatnot. And then 
this event, hey, I'm going to have to start getting venue, which this is probably going to be the, a one-off. I don't think it'll happen yet because, like I said, with Contender, there's no – there's not going to be a third party anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if there's a third party involved, there's contracts signed that if it's going to be canceled, it has to be canceled like two weeks out or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, so after yeah. that date, it's, it's go. Unless that building burns down, then we're good. Yeah. So overall, the was we'll wrap this podcast up. Like we've been going for an hour and a half, which is kind of it's my longest podcast. Overall, I think to come out of this the agent Oklahoma incident, and not even incident situation, is contender esports AGN were just like us, caught off guard, had no like completely, you know, completely blindsided by the situation. It was a train that they didn't see coming until the very last second, just like the rest of us, and. This shit happens. It happens when you're dealing with, you know, it, it's it's like when there's more parts, when there's more parts involved in, in something, there's a better chance something's gonna go wrong. Now, like I said, now you're gonna you're gonna gain some more knowledge out of this situation. I highly doubt something like this will ever happen again, right? There's, there's a good chance. But sure, but here's the right. thing though, about this industry is like something like this might never happen, but there might be something else. There's a good chance it's That's gonna be something sucks. else. Exactly. It always to me, bro. It <laughs> no, comes, I guess it comes with the territory. Like I'm sure there's other lands that have been canceled, but you don't hear about them because you guys. I had. I don't want to say they're nobodies, but no, you know what I mean. You guys, for this event, I had, I, I, I had to. My original four. First of all, it's, it's it's a top top challenger team, right? So you know the chances of them surviving longer than a week is slim to none. Slim to none. And my dumbass thought, you know what? They'll 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 be fine. They'll be fine. Nope. At fucking after the first week. So and so, one of the guys took a different offer. All right, cool. Well, we'll replace him. Got another guy, booked his flight. So I lost money on that guy's flight. Booked the new guy's flight. Two days later, first of all, he I said, okay, you're 100 percent good to go. Yeah, man, go ahead. All right, give me your your. I need your full name, date of birth. I'm gonna book your shit right now. After I get the confirmation from him, yep, good to go. The next, no, two days later, I don't know, man. I don't I don't know if I want to go. Uh. I just booked your shit, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Um, COVID's getting kind of crazy. Excuse me? Like, what? Did did something just happen in the news that I haven't seen in the last two days? Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's what I'm saying, you guys. There's situations, and that's the first, this is the first time I've ever dealt with that. Ten, all Every other time, when I book, whatever I book for my guys, which generally is not flights, but again, because this event was so, we're going to be so big, I, I pulled all, all the stops. When I book shit for guys, it's when I when I get you booked, you're going. If you're not, if you're not, if you don't go, if you fuck me over for any reason, if for if for people who've worked with me in the past, they know you if you don't have me as a friend, then it is what it is. I'll never vouch for you. I'll never and we'll keep it like that, right? So this event for me personally was already looking, was looking crazy. Right. I should have known, man. You know exactly. Yeah, it was looking crazy, and then again, you guys, when I go to these events, I I expect to win, and then I seen the gauntlet it was about to be. I was, Holy shit! And but that's the thing. That's the thing you guys need to understand. For people who are involved in the scene who do things like this, set up set up tournaments, host lands, org owners, we're taking a chance on you guys, the community, right? Because we. Strictly, more than likely, because we just like we we like the community. We 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 want to see, especially this year, 
Call of Duty is this the worst state it's ever been as far as the esport. So people need people need to understand. No one is when it comes to AGN contender. Nobody's trying to fuck you. Not it's not the way it is. No one's trying to fuck you. All right, if they really wanted to fuck you guys, they'd be making you pay eight hundred dollars team passes. All right, like up until this year, AGN was always the cheapest. Yeah, and then yeah. I went up. I went up twenty five bucks basically because of one, I'm trying to raise prize pools, um, and then two, just because like I'm trying to get rid of it because I don't have that third party anymore for venue fees. Uh, I'm just I'm adding that basically to give my staff you know more money because like I said I don't see a dime anymore I don't exactly. see a penny yeah um, so you know really I'm just trying to take care of everybody else yeah so. and uh, let's uh, how about um let's just so people can get a couple couple of clarifications as far as team passes what's your what's what's the uh, as far as age in Oklahoma what do you what are the options with that for so people can they they know yeah so you can either contact me and I will transfer your pass to the land in April which will be announced next Friday. Which um, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. So, yeah, so I've already, so I know some people have already bought passes, even though they're not on sale technically. Um, you, or you can just get a straight up refund. I've, I've already issued a, a good bit of them. I've still got a few to do. Yeah. Um, but in your, you should get that in your bank account next week, normally yeah. three to five business days or whatever. So if you don't have it by the end of next week, just let me know and I'll, yeah. you know, I'll take care of you. And then, and the, yeah, so that's for, that's for ex, that, that reimbursement is, is what is the, is the yeah, exact it's 100 that's the only thing agn has any power to yeah so you know i got that list of people to uh get to the right people who could hopefully pay you back uh for for the I other can. reimbursement for like yeah, that for form. flights and hotels and yeah. stuff you know i'm yeah. doing what i can to get you paid i can't promise nothing but yeah. you know we're i'm on your side here um if i can't you know I'm, i may work hopefully work something out where you get like a discounted team pass or yeah. something, um, yeah. something like that. You know, I'm, I'm going to help you what I can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so my closing statement is going to be this all nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, but basically like, if you think this, you know, we talked about a bunch of things, a bunch of people, um, Saul mentioned a few people. I mentioned a few people. If you think we were name dropping anybody you're bringing, you know, talking shit or something like that, really all we did was just point out stuff that was already public information. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like like Bob's tweet. Like, yeah, we we made jokes about it technically, but like we weren't name dropping Bob. We were just talking, telling a story, and he was involved in the story in that capacity. Mm -hmm. So like, if you're gonna go on Twitter and you're gonna tag people, like, hey, you need to go see this, or you need to go watch this video, or uh, listen to this podcast, or whatever, we're not name dropping people, and you just want attention off of that. Um, like I said, I mean, we're not name dropping anybody. It's stuff that's public information that anybody people have already technically seen people remember you know we're just kind of you know bringing a lot to it by talking about it so exactly yeah but for that and that's for you because yeah you didn't really for me i don't I, whatever bob or whatever the fuck your name is you're a clown i don't care you, you got a problem I'm talking to the people that are going to watch this and be like if, if, if bob oh, he's talking shit about bob and you go attack bob no and bob go, well you, yeah him. bob you can dm me and if you want to apologize for the dumb shit you said, I'll accept apology. I'm a, I'm a forgiving man. I'm a I'm a I'm a God fearing man. I'll accept your apology, um, Mr. Adam P. I love you. I still look up to you. I'm blocking. Oh, he ignores me. 
<laughs> Every, I, I message him happy birthday you know i message him something else he won't respond bro i don't know if he's soft blocked me and he's not getting it or what adam p so, just unblock me all right that's I'm all you gotta I'm, do if adam would get with me and whenever i'm in columbus i'll take him to dinner exactly because people don't understand like especially like him like at the end of the day we look up to you like we do, even if you didn't, even if you, you know, had your opinion or whatever, and you, you don't like what we were saying or whatever, we look up to you. All right. There's no hard feelings. It is what it is. You're rich as fuck. We're trying to get rich. It is what it is. Like You're, you've this, been here for years. Yeah. You know? You've been here. Yeah. There's, you know, and this is what, you know, people like him, he has a, a, a wealth of knowledge that would be. It'd be priceless for someone like you. Like here's here's my thing, and this is not talking shit on him. Like I said, hindsight's always the winner. Yeah. Why why not? Okay, here's here's an example. College football players when they get arrested for drugs or DUI or whatever, immediately the media and everybody's kick them off the team, get their ass out. You yeah. know what I mean? Saban came out and said, he's like, well, you want me to throw them to the curb when I can use that as a, a teaching moment. You a, know, way to help, a way to help them, help them, exactly. help them not make the same mistake. So, so when you're just, – just for example, you know, I'm not shitting on you whatever, just yeah. talking about it, you know. He said in a tweet, he was like, a group of 20-year-olds running a business, doing all this is a great storyline. And then you just trashed it or whatever. And then like he shit on us all day. Like yeah. why not take – a saving approach or a, you know, a Ryan day or Dabo or whatever, like why not use it as an opportunity to not only help me or help anybody else that would have been in that situation, help, you know, the community, you know, yeah. if, it, if it's a good host, which I, I believe AGN has some credibility to yeah. it. Um, if it's somebody in the community that's trying to help, why not guide them? So the esports community, you know, takes that next step, gets another step further or something like that. Like, yeah. in my opinion, he wanted some attention, right? yeah. and which yeah. he got it. But at the end of the day, he deleted it. And it's not the first time he's done that. And there's yeah. other people that have done that. Yeah. But, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, why not yeah. use an opportunity to take a step further rather than taking a step back just to shit on people? Exactly. Like, it don't matter if it was me or anybody else. Yeah. Like, the same thing applies. Like, if um, we have a guy that pops up and they want to charge 500 bucks for a, a land and you know i could easily say oh hey nobody's coming to your event or i could say hey um you know how about you lower your team pass price maybe you'll get more people to come exactly. you know what i mean yeah it's so. it's it's at the end of the day you guys you know like piggybacking off what Kate said call of duty esports especially right now this is the is most this is the fragile it's ever been we're 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 like a fucking we're like a quarter that's balancing all right, quarters balancing. At any moment, it could go the opposite way, and then that's it. Yeah, that's it. Like, and and for you people who think that it's not possible, it you have no idea how close it is. If Call for, of Duty for that next year does not improve, it might be done. People have no idea how close this thing of ours. All right, it's kind of what the mafia said, Cosa Nostra, thing of ours. If the people that are involved, like Cage, like me, like other the other few people that are involved that actually do this because they love the esport and they want to help young people, help them 
achieve their goals down the line of being professional players, whatever. If we don't have the people who came before us, like Adam P., like uh, Hex, like being able to just not not even like not even just like hold our hands or anything, but give us a little bit of knowledge that you've gained getting to where you're at. That'll help this community, this esport, continue to prosper, continue to grow. Give, give it, just imagine, you guys. Get your, just imagine if if tomorrow, AGN, AFD, and whatever other organizers there are said, you know what, we're done with COD. If you're a challenger player, where are you going to go on land? Where are you going to play at? Where are you where, where are you going to compete in person? I'll wait for the answer. There is none. There's nowhere to go. That's it. You can go to your local esports center and they'll do a tournament for three hundred dollars. You can do that, but as far as having a, a, a actual venues and, and, and tournaments and, and land events that can actually pay you real money, all right, where you can get out of your fucking bedroom, go to go to an actual tournament, win some money that you can go back and show your parents, your girlfriend, your friends, your boyfriend, whatever. Look, I actually made money. Playing this video game that you don't want me to play. I actually made something. At any moment, that could be gone. So you have to cherish AFD. You have to cherish AGN. You have to cherish these companies, these people that are involved that are giving you guys these platforms. Because they don't need to do it. All right, Gage, you, you went to college, right? Yeah. You, I mean, you could, you could be working... You're you're a well-spoken young man. You're young. You got a lot of life ahead of you. You got a wife. You could be working for some some business, making you know six figures. Like I actually gave up what I was going to do to do this. Exactly. So you you do you you have if anything, what you're doing right now is a huge huge risk. It's a huge risk, but. And I tell these people all the time. I tell my, my, my siblings this all the time. If you want to live a comfortable life, you got to be uncomfortable right now. Yep. All right? You cannot, you cannot go through life expecting, expecting to have something great by just living a mediocre life. You can't do that. And, 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 if, you, and if, you, if you want to have something great, you want to have a, a, a good life, a comfortable life, you got to be uncomfortable right now. You got to be doing things that maybe you don't want to do. But if you want to get to that goal, there's, there's fucking valleys, there's hills that you got to go over to get to that goal. All right? And situation like Asia in Oklahoma, situation Asia in Indianapolis, for everyone involved, that's, that's, that's the hill. That's the valley right there. And for you, for the community, you know, understand that when you, when you, when you say these negative things, when you, when you put people down because they don't agree with what you're saying or they don't, you don't agree with their opinion or whatever, all you're doing to those people, all right, you're, you're limited, you're, you're limiting their, their, uh, their, you know, they're wanting to help you as a community. That's all you're doing. 
You're, you're not doing, you're not getting anything out of that other than wanting, getting someone like Gage to say, why the fuck should I help these ungrateful motherfuckers? Well, it's like why? I said, you know, we're involved with so many other games. Like, you know, game, hey, games that actually make money. And uh, games that have a lot, like Rainbow Six Spectator, bro, is you host a league match, you're getting over 100 viewers. Exactly. Easy. Game. Call of Duty, you might get 30. So people need to, people understand, understand that this is, this whole thing can go away with a blink of an eye. And be grateful. Be grateful. Even if you don't, even if you don't like Gage, you don't like me, you don't like AFD, whatever, be grateful that there's people there that are trying to give you guys something to look forward to. Okay. God, yeah, you, God. Don't, you don't have to like me. Yeah, you exactly. Like Spain or whatever, but you need to respect the people that are doing what they can. For. Exactly. Like, esports. Love, yeah, esports zone. Shout out to them. Yeah. I keep forgetting about that. You may, you may love me, but hate Cohiba with AFD. Yeah. Like, if you're in Florida, you still need to go to that land. If if you want to be considered a real competitive Call of Duty player. Yeah. All right. I'm sick of this online shit. All right. God bless you guys who like it, but I'm sick of it. To me, in my opinion. Until I see you on land, I don't take I don't I don't give a fuck how many gold you have on GB. I don't care how many challenger cups you've won. Until I see you do that on land, I don't you get no I'm not gonna praise you about anything. All right, because land is that that's that's what separates the onliners from the people who can actually make a living and actually do this as a career. All right. And you need people like AFD, you need people like AGN, you need people like Esports Zone to give you guys those platforms and those avenues to even try to do that. All right? Tr to even try. Understand that. All right? All right, guys. Well, uh, Quattro, you got any, any last word before we get out of here? Uh, I've got a lot. We could probably go another three hours, but we'll save it for another day. Yeah, we will. We'll definitely do another one of these. We'll probably do one before um, before uh, you have uh, that Destin, Florida event. Which you should be releasing some information on that pretty soon, right? Friday, yeah. We're announcing a Rocket League event, a Rainbow Six event, and a COD event next week. Nice. So a lot, a lot of exciting things happening with AGN. You got it. For the people who involved in the Call of Duty community, listen. If you don't know where that Destin, Florida place is, go ahead and Google it. Go on your maps. You're not gonna want to miss that event. All right. You're not gonna want to miss that event. Not, not fuck, fuck the forget Call of Duty. I'm talking about just it's a little vacation right there. Literally, yeah. it's a like little vacation. Call, like you said, if you get double first rounded, go hang out. The exactly. Show. I I legit, my wife does not like this shit. I might take her ass and use that as a vacation. Yeah, like it's literally. That's, hey, that's what me and Brooke are doing, bro. Yeah. We we go to Charleston at the end of uh, March. Yeah. She she's on spring break that next yeah. week, so we're gonna drive down Friday night when she gets out of school. We'll stay, run the event Saturday Sunday. Um, it's a Halo land, like I said, yeah. I already touched on. Yeah. Um, Halo. We're announcing the Halo land next week. Um. And then we're staying like another two or three days in yeah. Charleston. So it's, yeah, so exactly. So use, you, you know, this Destin event, you guys trust me, look it up. Beautiful area. It's the beach. I mean, you're not going to want to miss it. If you listen, if I were you guys, if you're somebody who wants your, you know, if you were going to go to AJ in Oklahoma and you still want to go to that, go and get that team pass fucking transfer to, to that. That's one yeah. less expense you got to worry about. Exactly. That's $325 that, one, yes, you could get back now, but if you're just going to turn around and spend it again, then why get a refund? That's one less expense you got to worry about. And that, trust me, that's, those expenses come quick when that event comes out. They come quick. And, hey, it guarantees you a pass before passes are on sale. That event may sell. I may have to limit that event for 16 teams because of 
I don't know. They okay. have another event planned on Sunday or something. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, so, you, so you never know. You know, if we have to limit it, you have one before passes go on sale. So right. strongly consider that. All right, guys. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Listen, it's going to be on YouTube. Oh, actually, no. Well, yeah, it's going to be on YouTube. Um, I got to, I got to actually got to get this. I got to get the audio taken out and I got to send it to make sure I didn't say no dumb shit. Cause you know, we'll see what happens with that. But, um, like I said, you guys, you guys heard, uh, what Quattro said. If you're, if you're looking for your, uh, reimbursement for your team pass, that should be hitting your bank account here in a couple, couple days or so. If you want to get it transferred to the, uh, to their next, uh, uh, call of duty event or it, can it be any event or just call of duty? Uh, only COD. Only COD. You can get that, which I highly suggest doing that, especially with where the location's going to be at next. Um, but yeah, guys, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Hope you guys got a couple some answers. Like I said, apologize if we couldn't really get into in depth of the exact situation because me myself, I might have some legal stuff going on, and I want to make sure that I don't f- mess any of that and any of that up if I go go that route. Um, also, if you're anybody who listened to this, who um. <clears throat> Excuse me. Who you plan on going going to AJ in Oklahoma, and um, you spent money that you're probably not going to get back, and it, and it, it financially it's going to hurt you. It's going to financially put a burden on your actual life. Hit my DM up. Um, you know I got some th- something maybe possibly happening that could maybe you know give you a little closure on that. And uh, yeah, like I said, guys. It is what it is. What happened? AJ in Oklahoma happened. We, you know, we we didn't expect you know for this to go to shit so fast. No one to blame. You know, as as far as contender and and AGN, it is what it is. They they they. There's nothing they could do about it. They fought for you guys. You know, sometimes things for you young kids. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna experience things like this down the road where you just you you can't your t- hands are tied. Can't do nothing about it. People above you got to say. And it is where it is. So, hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. We're on two hours. This will be the longest episode I've ever had on this podcast. So, hope you guys enjoy that. Watch it in parts. I know a lot of you fuckers have an attention span of like 30 seconds. So, good luck with that. Um, but I appreciate you guys checking out. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Um, subscribe on Apple Podcast. Uh, drop a follow on Spotify. Also, uh, yeah, that's about it. All right. And wherever else you get your podcast, this will be everywhere. Wherever you get your podcast, just Google Try Hard Podcast, it'll pop up. All right? Love you guys. God bless. I'll talk to you guys later.